Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Bethlehem Lutheran Church, where God has called you down and is here this day to receive his gifts through his word and his sacrament. The Old Testament reading for the fourth Sunday in Advent is from Deuteronomy chapter 18. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Just as you desired of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, or see this great fire any more, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, They are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words, that he shall speak in my name. I myself will require it of him. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. This is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing, if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know. Even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Have you heard the big news? Did you hear about what happened last, last night, or maybe about what's going to happen tomorrow? There are innumerable Christmas programs that are built around that theme. The theme of big news, or to use the word that our intro it does, the theme of a proclamation. And it's a perfectly good theme for a Christmas program. Because it is indeed such an important proclamation to hear. It's important enough that even the heavens, the sky, and the earth get involved in making sure that the word is heard, that the news is spread, that the handiwork of our God is made known across the whole planet. 
So then, hear one more time our intro and listen to the news that is born by creation itself. Shower, O heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain down righteousness. Let the earth open, that salvation and righteousness may bear fruit. Let the earth cause them both to sprout. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Their measuring line goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. Shower, O heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain down righteousness. Let the earth open that salvation and righteousness may bear fruit, that the earth cause them both to sprout. So, did you hear about this proclamation, this proclamation that all of creation itself is bearing to the world? Hopefully you all know what that proclamation is. Here, just a few days away from Christmas, the proclamation is, of course, that the Christ is born. That God himself, the Son, chose to become one of us. Chose to incarnate himself, which is just a fancy way of saying to embody himself in the flesh of a man. This is the handiwork and glory of God that's being spoken of here that needs to be proclaimed to the entire world. And of course, along with that, we need to proclaim the results of this, the reason why our Lord came to be one of us. The results which mean that now righteousness is no longer something that's hard to find. It's no longer something that you have to go and look for. Righteousness comes down upon us as the rain comes down from the heavens. And the same thing is true for salvation. Salvation is no longer something that is difficult to obtain. It's no longer something that is hard to go and seek out. Salvation and righteousness will be as plentiful as the fruit of the trees, as the grains that come up from the earth. This is the result of the proclamation that our Christ is going to be here, is going to be born. This is what we are celebrating. And of course, we recognize that this celebration, this news is not just for any one people. This is the great mystery of the New Testament that was revealed, is that this news is not just for the Jews, not just for the Israelites. It's for all people. And this we see in our intro, it's so clearly this word, this proclamation is supposed to go to the very ends of the earth. In fact, even in these news, even in these words, our introit says he has set a tent for a son. I thought about trying to figure out exactly how much tent you would need to put the son in it, and then promptly decided that would take way too long and way too much math. But suffice it to say, it's a lot. And yet, 
the Son is contained in the words that God speaks to us. God used words to create that Son. These words, these words that create, will last longer than any tent will, will last longer than even the Son in all of creation. This word will last forever. In fact, in many ways, the Son itself is a proclamation of the love that he gives us. Because day after day after day, the sun rises and the sun sets. It rises on the good and the evil, and it sets on the good and the evil. And it does that because God loves us. The thing which is in many ways the source of our physical life here on this planet was created by God for us, to give us that physical life. And he gives it to everyone. This word, this proclamation of God's love for us should go to the ends of the earth, from one end of the heavens right over to the other end of the heavens. Nothing is hidden from this proclamation. Our Lord loves us more than we can possibly imagine. He loves us so much that even though he knew who he would end up having to sacrifice on our behalf, he created us anyways. That when he could have simply pushed the reset button with the flood, he instead chose to save enough of us that we would continue on even though he knew what his son would have to suffer for us. That even though he knew that pretty much right from the get-go, humans would be trying to murder his son, that he sent him to us despite that. And now, here, just a bare three days from celebrating this truth, that his birth happened 2,000 years ago. Our Lord still loves us. Our Lord still sends his Son to us. Because, of course, we know that as much as we are celebrating Christmas, that Christmas is only the beginning of our Lord's handiwork and his glory. That ultimately that mission will come to its culmination on Good Friday. And of course, that the results of that mission will be shown on Easter. Our Lord still sends his Son to us, even this day, because he knows that his Son is the only one who can give us what we need. And so, yet again, you have heard the proclamation and yet again, you will hear the words that God proclaims to us. The arrival of the Son of Man, the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us. Just as surely as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, the word will be proclaimed. Just as surely as the sun will continue its circuit until the end of days, the proclamation will go out year after year after year. 
the proclamation that from the heavens righteousness has rained down in the form of God's own Son. That the earth opened up to accept the seed of salvation and righteousness that was our Lord's body after he was crucified for us on the cross. And that there in the earth, salvation and righteousness bore fruit and began to sprout. That the earth itself opened up to allow the firstborn of that righteousness and salvation to come into the world. And that the day will come when we too will one day be like Jesus. Righteous on account of the very deeds of the Christ. And that the earth will open up and allow us to walk out. And that we will then walk with Christ forever into all eternity. This is the proclamation that will always be proclaimed. And this Christmas, you are free to allow your mouths to proclaim that very same eternal truth whenever and wherever possible. Now may the peace which passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.